0: Welcome to Faith to Faith broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the president of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. I want to first of all. Thank God for all the cell meetings that held on Tuesday, Amen Let's put our an hands together for the cell leaders And um, some fellowships are already doing awesome things And we know that on Tuesday, across the ministry, all the cells are having that outreach program, Hallelujah And we believe it to be awesome. Amen. I want to encourage all the cell leaders, get your invitation cards ready. Um, At most tomorrow, get them ready. Then every other person, ensure that you support your cell leaders and shake your environment. Where the cell is, that community Let it be impacted with the gospel On Tuesday Let Miracle and Healing Tuesday happen Amen Across all the cells, glory to God Uh, So I speak words Over that Tuesday outreach meeting And I declare that The same power The same manifestations That we have in our services Will break forth in that Your cell in the name of Jesus That That Tuesday will be a miracle and healing Tuesday for every cell. When you open your mouth, God will confirm His word with signs following. That that environment will know that Jesus is alive in the name of Jesus Christ. Nobody will come in contact with that outfit and remain the same. No individual will attend that meeting and remain the same. In Jesus' most precious name, Glory to Jesus Hallelujah A young man used to go to pray for the sick In the hospital Some 3-4 years back So he came to see a pastor And I also was In the place So he said um, We are going to pray for the sick From here So we actually Gathered here to go out. And then he said, it was good that we met you. Uh, Can you speak a word before we go? So I said, you will see what you have never seen before. And that this will be a landmark hospital outreach for you. And he said amen and went. (laughs) I didn't need to call him. They saw what they had never seen before. So I declare for that outreach, every cell will see what they have never seen before on Tuesday we listen to me, what God is doing in Port Harcourt City the cells will shake the city don't take lightly what's happening in the cells every cell will shake the city they will ask what is going on there That's the new thing happening. Glory to God. I want to encourage those of you that have not been going for cell meetings. Go for your cell meeting. Some of you, your contract is there. It's inside a cell meeting. Go for your cell meeting. Go for your meetings. Partake of all the services Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Partake of them. Thursday and Sunday we meet here. Tuesday we meet in the cell meeting. Amen. And make sure you Partake Of what God is doing there I just want to pray for you And then if I have time I'll share a few things with you It's in my heart To speak fulfillment To families here Tonight, hallelujah And to make you know that This month There will be fulfillment in families Families families. The Bible says that as cold water is to a thirsty soul, so is good news from a far country. As that same way cold water quenches a thirsty soul, the miracles and the brick that are happening in your family, they will quench your thirst. I speak fulfillment to every family represented here. I speak fulfillment to every home represented here. In the name of Jesus Christ. The things that must happen before the year closes, they are meeting you here. They are meeting you in your season of fulfillment. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at Hebrews 12, verse 22. We've been talking about the wonders of His blood. And um, 22 and I love this scripture a lot it says but ye are come unto mount Zion thank God he didn't say we are coming we have come we have come say I have come say I have arrived glory to God we have arrived at Zion The day you got born again, you arrived. Amen. The day you received Jesus as Lord and Savior, you arrived at Zion. But ye are come unto Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Now verse 24, follow this. And to Jesus, the mediator, is still telling us what you've come to, of the new covenant. And to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. We've been talking about the wonder of his blood. We have come to blood. Say we've come to blood. When you arrived in Zion you came into the blood of sprinkling. It said that blood that speaketh better things than that of Abel. You've come to that place. In the teachings before now there some specific things we established and um, in the ministry of the gospel, in teaching the gospel, there's um, recapitulation. We 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 explain again and again and again. You know, we need to um, make you understand that what we said before has to be said again. You've heard us say things about repetition. That repetition is a law of lasting impression. There are some things that the reason why you never forget them is because they were repeated until they were imprinted on your soul. You see that the things you learnt that way are the things you never forget. Some of you have forgotten what you learnt in secondary school. You have forgotten what you learnt in biology and chemistry and physics. But you have not learnt A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You have not forgotten that one. Why? Because you were repeating it all the time. In university, they didn't tell you to repeat anything. But in primary school, you sang with it. You danced with it. And you never forgot it. So this one dance of His blood, we want you to be singing with it. Amen. To so dance with it. To say it over and over again until it becomes part of you. Glory to God. Are we together? And then even when you are not conscious, you are acting this thing out. Glory to God. Are we together? You are acting it out it has become part of your life that you have come to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things listen our faith we know that we say our faith is in a person our faith is in Jesus but in actual fact our faith is in his blood hallelujah our faith is in the blood that he shed for us in romans 325 the scripture tells us something about faith in His blood. Romans three 25. Let's go there. Whom God, give me 24, let's just go down. From 24, it says, Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So it's talking about Christ Jesus. So 25 now says, This Christ Jesus whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith. What? In His blood. Glory to God. So we have faith in His blood. In the same way we have faith in His name. Glory to God. When we call the name Jesus, it is the shorthand of the sacrifice of Jesus. Amen. Are you understanding me? That sacrifice is condensed in the name of Jesus. Am I communicating? So when you call that name Jesus, you are invoking the sacrifice too. You are invoking the sacrifice too. Are you understanding me? So here it says, Through faith in His blood to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are past, through the forbearance of God. So our faith is in that sacrifice that Jesus made for us. We recognize that that death means everything to us. We are defined by that death. Amen. Are we together? Say I am defined by that death say, I am defined by that blood that was shed. Glory to God. Now, we read a scripture talking about that the blood that speaks And we established something, that the blood did not speak and stop speaking. It's not that the blood spoke. The blood is still speaking. Hallelujah. It's still speaking. It's still speaking today. And, you know, in the New Testament, what we need to teach people is this. How to appropriate. Everybody say appropriate? To appropriate means that something that has been made available, how to put it to use in your life. Hallelujah. How to appropriate what has been done. This blood was not shed last week. This blood was not shed yesterday. It was not shed in the last one from God meeting. The blood was shed 2,000 years ago it becomes relevant to you today if you know how to appropriate it amen jealousy once said our words our thoughts our actions are the seeds for our life. Amen. It means that nothing will happen until we say something. Until we think something. Until we act something. Are you understanding me? Mean? That, that sacrifice, you know, will mean nothing to you until you put it to use. Am I communicating? Let me just point out something. In the Jewish practice of um, Atonement. Shedding blood for the sins, for their sins. They shed, shed animal blood, you know, which is symbolic of what Jesus came to do for us. If you look at the story in Exodus 12, on the night or the evening of Passover, He instructed them to get a lamb and then to shed the blood of the lamb for every family and what to do with the lamb, and then what to do with the blood. Now, that the blood had been shed, when they, when they killed the lamb, they put the blood in a basin. The blood in the basin has, it does not do anything. It doesn't change anybody's life. Are you understanding me? The blood has been shed, they put it in the basin. If it is in that basin, that spirit of death would have still entered the house and killed everybody with the blood in the basin. Are you understanding me? The instruction is Take that blood And put it on the doorpost If it is not on the doorpost The blood in the basin Will do no miracle It will not protect you It will not preserve you Are you understanding me? Now today So to speak The blood is in the basin for you Amen But you will take that blood Glory to God And apply it to your business You will take that blood And apply it to your life Are you understanding me? And apply it over your family Then you will see the efficacy, amen, the potency, the power that's in that blood. So they have that blood in the basin. And then he said, look, look, look. What you're going to do is that you will take hyssop. Hyssop is like weed; it's a plant. It's all over Israel, all over the place. You take hyssop and then you will dip it in that blood. And you will go and put it on the doorpost and on the lintel, The sides and on the lintel. And then, when death sees the blood, it will what? Passover. In 1 Corinthians 5, we're told that Christ is our Passover. Hallelujah. It means that that lamb that was slain in Exodus 12 is Christ for us. Hallelujah. The same way the lamb was slain for them, so to speak, Christ has been slain for us. Hallelujah. He is the Lamb of God that has been slain. But now, you and I must take advantage of that blood. Hallelujah. In our day-to-day activities. I can imagine a Jewish family saying, Moses just sit down there and tell us to shed, shed, kill animals. Where will we get lamb from? Hello? You know, people talk sometimes. Where will you get lamb from? I don't have. I don't have money to buy a lamb. Just like we are talking about communion in servitude. Say, I don't have where to buy bread. They are not serious. They are not serious. The instruction have been giving The Bible didn't say that Moses was giving them lamb to To to, to, to these people were slaves. Hello. I'm going somewhere. These were slaves. So it is not possible for all of them to be able to afford it. It means that, listen, this thing must be important to you enough to do what you need to do. Amen. To make sure that blood is on that your lintel, Amen. Whatever pain it will take to get the lamb <laughs> will not be anything compared to the pain of not having that blood on your doorposts. Am I communicating? So he said, put it there. And then they did that. And death came. Do you know that some of them in those homes did not even know? It's not like when death came, they saw it. Are you understanding me? They didn't see it. They were just indoors, doing their thing. And death passed. Do you know how many times evil has come your way? And because of the blood moved on. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Do you know how many times? So, how do we appropriate that blood? Today, I'm not going to go into all the ways. I just want to show you one scripture. Let's go to Revelations 12, 11. In Revelations 12, the scripture tells us something, a drama in heaven, you know, that plays out and we can learn something from it. It says, And they overcame him the devil, the dragon, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto death. I like to read this in um, message translation. Give me message translation. I love how message puts it. They defeated him through the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Do you have the blood of the Lamb? Do you have the blood of the Lamb? Was that uh, blood shed for you too? Okay. Now, but there's something else. And their bold words, the bold word of their witness, they were in love with themselves, they were willing to die for Christ. Now, um, there's a language actually used. Go back to King James. King James says, the word of their testimony. The word of their testimony. Message added something, which makes it clear that that testimony is not a testimony of, it's not something they said and ran away. It's something they were saying with confidence. Are you understanding me? It was a bold declaration. It was a bold declaration. Based on what the blood that was shed for them had done. Hallelujah. Everyone here needs to understand that. You cannot appropriate that sacrifice without a bold declaration. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Am I communicating? the word of their testimony now you know sometimes in church when we talk about testimony we talk about testimony and we always talk about uh, what happened so I was on the road, then the car was about to hit me I jumped and an angel caught me and then I was saved, praise the Lord that is my testimony that's testimony, good but that's not what they are talking about here Amen. they are talking about your testimony of what Jesus had done for you amen but let me just give you a very easy way to understand what he's talking about. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 2. We're going to read from verse 1, and I'll show you what the testimony is. Hallelujah. Alright? In 1 Corinthians 2, verse 1, And I, brethren, Paul was speaking, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, declaring unto you what? The testimony of God. So, what did Paul declare? The testimony of God. Everybody say the testimony of God. So Paul declared what? The testimony of God. Now, he didn't tell us here what the testimony of God was. But as we read further, we'll find out. Verse 2. He now says, No. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 2. For I determined not to know anything among you what." Okay, please give me a New King James, alright? Because the word "save" there is throwing you on balance. Good. Alright. So save there is accept, right? <laughs> For I determined not to know anything among you except ever say except. Except what? Jesus Christ and him crucified. Now understand his language here. He came say, and said, I came to declare the testimony of God. And when I came, I had no other thing on my mind except what? Jesus Christ. That means the testimony of God is Jesus Christ. And Him crucified. Amen. Go back to Revelation 12. So when the Bible says, They overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. The word of their testimony was what Jesus had done. Hallelujah. Which they were declaring. Are you understanding me? Based on what the sacrifice so, they are making declarations. This is what the sacrifice has provided. I am declaring it. It means that anytime they declared that, they overcame. Hallelujah. The word overcame, that means they also conquered. They had victory. That means for us to continually experience victory, what happens? We have to have that word of the, our testimony on our lips. Amen. I was teaching some time ago, I'm going to come to the communion. And I said, there are times where people stand and declare things and say, because of the sacrifice, I will never be broke. And then, the landlord shows (laughs) up. I will never be broke. No, 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 no. What makes it work is the boldness of the testimony. Amen. Amen. That's why I read to you from message. He said the bold word of their witness. Remember, I started by telling you about faith in his blood. Meaning that you have confidence in what that blood has done. So your declaration is not a weak one. Hallelujah. You are not saying to check whether it will work. You are saying it because you know it has worked. say blood has been shed for me say again blood has been shed for me are you not surprised that the Bible says that Okay, let's you read 1st Corinthians 1st John 1 for example the scripture that talks about if any have sinned you know um, let him come to now even in that 1st John 1 where it's talking about how a believer appropriates repentance how does he do it hello Does he have to climb seven mountains and go through seven seas? It's by confession. Is that not so? Confession. If we confess, it's not confession, it's confession. Now, the mistake, you know, most of the time people talk about this scripture and they have argued and battered the scripture upside down and all that is talking to the believer. Amen. But what the correction is, is this the word confess there is talking about is not the way you know confess how we were raised religiously is that when they say confess confess means admit vomit the truth (laughs) are you understanding me that's not the Greek rendering of confess the word confess here is homologia which means say the same thing that has been said concerning you about your sins amen are you understanding me what has the blood said about your sins? Say the same thing. Glory to God. What has the sacrifice said concerning your sins? Say the same thing. So, when you say the word of your testimony, the word of your testimony is you are saying the same thing that the blood said. Remember, the blood is speaking. Are you understanding me? So, whatever the blood has spoken is what you are also speaking. So, what did the blood say? Your sins are forgiven. So, what do you say? What did the blood say? So what, what did you say? Have you not read scripture in Hebrews thirteen where it said, that, it said um, that the Lord will say that I may boldly say. Amen. The Lord is my helper. That I may boldly say. Now God has said so that I might what? Boldly say. So in declaring, you don't say it timidly. You boldly say it is a bold declaration. We overcome by that bold declaration of what the blood is saying concerning us. That means we must first of all know what the blood has said, and that's what we did two weeks to the first teaching where we explained to you that the blood you've been redeemed by the blood, Hallelujah. You've been cleansed by the blood, you've been sanctified by the blood. We touch on all those there even in the cell meeting, and we explain what are we telling you? We are already telling you what the blood is saying about you, so that you too will know what to say, Hallelujah. I go back to homologia. Let me define it very well so that you won't miss it. Homo ever say homologia is <laughs> a Greek word for confess. Is is a very easy thing to break. It's a combination of two words. Homo and logia where you get logos. Logos means word. Homo. You know homo now. Homo say. Amen. <laughs> homo. So, when you mix, mix homo and word, logos, like mean, word or speech, or saying. So, what they are saying is that homologia is saying the same thing. Now, but, you know, I was teaching on this some time ago, and I explained. It's not just saying the same thing, like, you know, someone can say yes, you say yes, no. It's saying the same thing to mean the same thing the person is saying. Oh, you didn't get it, you didn't get it. I can tell you, I can say to somebody, get out of here! It's different from get out of here. It's the same word though, but the meaning is different. Get get out, like are we... Get, you understand? Homologia here is, you are saying it in the same way, with the same intention that the original person had. Are you understanding me? So, When the blood says that your sins have been forgiven, you homologia. Amen. You say the same thing, in the same way, with the same attitude, glory to God, with which the one that said it is saying it. This is not what I intended to talk about today, but, (laughs) glory to God. Am I communicating? Say the blood is still speaking. And I'm agreeing with the blood. Whatever the blood is saying is what I am saying. I'm saying it boldly. Glory to Jesus. Should I just go a little further? Okay, for sake of time, let me get to a place I didn't I would not have gotten to right now. The communion. is how we appropriate what the blood has provided for us. Hallelujah. It's one of the ways. The communion. Alright? If you study the scriptures, you read 1 Corinthians 11, you'll find that Paul took out time to explain what the communion was about. The breaking of bread, what they call the common meal. And the drink that he took he explained and we read in Acts that this thing was done daily in Acts the early church ran with the knowledge and the revelation of the sacrifice and every day when they met uh, they broke bread what is this communion what is this bread and drink I have done previous teachings on it so I just jump to say this There are declarations we make when we stand and say, My sins are forgiven. You are making bold declarations. You are saying it. God has given us another way of saying it. Even if we don't talk. That's the communion. The communion is an unspoken proclamation. So in your house, the same way you stand and say, I am the healed of the Lord. I am healed. Anytime you break bread, that's what you are saying. You are saying, I am healed and I am forgiven. But that's not all you are saying. You are also saying, this is a no-go area. Because in the communion, it's not just healing. There is protection. Amen. In the communion, there is provision. And in the communion, there is relocation. In the Passover, when they were eating... It was time for them to enter a new phase. So God told them, when you are eating this communion, wear your sandals. Buckle up. Hallelujah. Get ready to travel. Because the relocation has already happened. So when today, we are, that was Passover. Our own oh, now, when we are taking communion, what's the next phase you want to enter? Amen. As you are taking communion, buckle up. Pack your bags. Enter that next place. Are you getting me? So you understand that? And let me just touch something quickly um because I, I want us to close at 830. You know, listen, some people say, Oh, you know, <laughs> um we I've had reports, you know, sometimes we say, The um why why is it that um, they say it's only when the pastor gives the communion that they take it. You know, the communion is supposed to be taken when the man will go and go take it. A believer can take communion on his own. How do we know? Acts 2, time will fail me. The Bible says they were breaking bread from house to house. Everybody say house to house. House house. They had meetings in the temple. Like now, we're having a temple meeting. Then after that, they go home. And the Bible says they were breaking, look at it now. Acts 2, 46. And they continually, daily, with one accord, in the temple and breaking bread. Where? From. That's why we break bread in cell meetings. Are you understanding me? Uh Uh-huh. So the cell leader has been delegated by the pastor. Amen. Now, why will communion be something that only a pastor can do? If a cell leader is authorized to win a soul, is soul winning of greater value? Are you understanding? Sorry, is the communion of greater value than soul winning? No. Are you understanding? If the cell leader is authorized to bring a soul into the kingdom is he in the kingdom is not authorized now to administer communion to him are you with me so the Bible says they continue daily one accord in temple and breaking bread from house to house and did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of hearts this is why we eat communion in the cell meetings amen are you understanding me so do you understand why you should do that and then moreover the Bible says we are priests amen Glory to God. In the New Testament, we've been made priests. So we carry out priestly and sacerdotal duties. And one of them is communion. That's why Philip could be on the road and meet a man that gave his life to Christ. He did not take him to Jerusalem to be baptized. He baptized him on the road. So you have the cell leader, can administer communion, can baptize somebody that he led to Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh-huh. Aha! <laughs> I just said let me touch that To help you Praise the Lord So the, the communion is an unspoken proclamation When you are breaking bread in that house You are announcing healing is here When you drink blood in that house You are announcing <laughs> blood. We drink blood Amen See There is an outworking of the blood And there is an inworking of the blood That same blood, you take water, you can wash your face with water, you can also drink it. When you wash, it has a place, it plays. When you drink, it has something, it does. The same thing, the blood has washed us, but we are supposed to continue drinking it. We keep drinking it, we keep drinking it. We drink it. Jesus said, my blood is drink indeed, and my flesh is meat indeed. He, are you understanding me? He talked about that. So, how we keep partaking of divinity is by eating that body and drinking that blood continuously. That's what the communion is. The communion is actually how God intended for the new creation, one of the ways intended to keep him on earth for a very long time and preserve his health is through this communion. Amen. The Bible says Moses His natural force was not abated. His eyes were not dim. You want to walk in that? It's the communion. Amen. Now, but do it without understanding. That's why Paul was right today. He said, because some of them are not descending the Lord's body. They are not descending the Lord's body. He was not talking about the body of Christ, the mystical body of Christ. No. He was talking about this communion. He said, they don't understand what they are doing. Therefore, many of them are weak, sickly and even die. Amen. Because this communion is to make you strong, healthy, and live long. Amen. So when you do it without understanding, you'll be weak, sickly, and die. Hallelujah. That means the cure for being weak, sickly, and dying is the communion. Glory to God. So you eat of the body and drink of the blood. Is a declaration. They say, hey, this place, since I flying in so fly around in my house. Break bread and drink the blood. Amen. What you have done is symbolic, is similar to what they did in Passover by applying the blood on the linter and the of the houses, And then you are saying no evil comes here. Hallelujah. We don't take the communion because we believe that We are pure. No, we take the. We are qualified. Every believer in Christ is qualified to take the communion. And any time there's a sense of condemnation, that's when you should take it. Because there is cleansing in the blood. You didn't hear me. The devil knows that. That's why instead he twists that scripture for you, and then you are saying, "Ah, since things are not right with me. Let me not take it." No, no, no. That's how to get it right. Amen. The job of the blood is to straighten you out again, to get it right again, to cleanse you again. Amen. What Paul was addressing was the manner in which the church was taking it. He was not disqualifying any believer from taking it. Are you with me? The one that is not supposed to take it is the one that is not born again. If you are born again... You are entitled. You are qualified to partake of the body and the blood of Jesus every time. Glory to God. If this is the only thing I touch, this good. Amen. Are you learning something? Hi, Yabasote. Thank you, Lord. We are perfectly see this blood of sprinkling. Hi. Should I go there now, or will I come out? Glory to Jesus. Say, my sins are forgiven. Say, the blood is speaking for me. Now, the blood did not only forgive you your sins, the blood qualified you for the inheritance. The blood qualified you for the inheritance. The blood didn't only bring you out of something. It brought you into something. Don't just celebrate what the blood brought you out from. Celebrate what it brought you into. It brought you into wealth. It brought you into abundance. It brought you into greatness. The blood brought you into something. It didn't just bring you out. That blood but everything. Hallelujah. The reason why the whole world belongs to God is because of that blood. Amen. Glory to God. Why all the properties belong to God is because of that blood. So anytime you carry that receipt anywhere, you didn't hear me which is the blood. Anywhere and show. Because everything has been paid for. Amen. Amen. Everything has been paid for. But the problem is that some people don't go out with the receipts. They go for business, they don't go with the receipts. They are negotiating. Say, so, ah, uh, I would have given you, if that this has been, if something has been paid for, and you go to the shop, what would they do? They release it to you. Is that not so? All you need to show them is the receipt. Oh, okay, okay, take it. Anytime we transact, anytime we transact in the world, and we go with the consciousness of that blood, we can never go empty. See, there are symbolic ways in which this thing happened in Old Testament Scriptures. David was engaging Goliath. He didn't go in his name, David. David Jesse. No. He went in the name of a covenant. Anytime you hear covenant, it's blood. Another word for covenant is to cut. Are you understanding me? The word from which covenant comes means to cut. Something was cut. It's blood. So if David came to Goliath and they are talking about war, he is saying, who is this uncircumcised? Meaning that me, I am circumcised. The circumcision of the Jew was blood. Is that also? Awesome? so? The Bible says, we in the new covenant, our hearts have been circumcised. We are not Jews outwardly, but we are Jews inwardly. Romans 2. Amen. So blood too was shed for us. Glory to God. David confronted Goliath in blood. Hallelujah. With the revelation of covenants. And so any Goliath you have met in your business field. Amen. What will bring them down is blood. Hallelujah. Say blood is speaking for me. Say blood is speaking for me. We have our own rituals in the New Testament. That's what the communion is. It's a ritual. Amen. <laughs> Things start to happen. <laughs> you have tongues. You have tongues. You have communion. You have... you have tongues. You have communion. Amen. You stand in front of your house. You have, you have bread and drink in your hand. You don't know what you are doing. Amen. There is no incantation stronger than that one. (laughs) Which other spirit will somebody invoke? Apart from the one you are invoking. They are invoking demons. You are invoking Holy Spirit. Amen. Ah! Then you drink the blood. You eat the distaste. You go and sit down. (laughs) See, eh? 2017. 2017 Dangerous people Dangerous people Appearing on the scene All these teachings that We are cooking you You know they say somebody went somewhere and they cooked him We are cooking you When you saw, They will know you have been somewhere So we have our own rituals We have our own rituals You know some of you You have not been using it You have not been using it you will not be using it. You see, a native doctor, if something happens, all he's looking for is chicken. Is chicken. You, bread, bread, bread and drink. Are you understanding me? He's looking for chicken. He's looking for chicken. You don't need to leave food for chicken. Amen. Are you understanding me? The man said, ah, well, I can bring the chicken. I cannot do the sacrifice. I told somebody, I said, always have bread in your house. <laughs> Always have something that's a drink in your house. Something happens in the office, you come back. Ah, <laughs> shatali. You are a spiritual man. Amen. Are you understanding me? You'll be amazed. This is what I'm telling you. You'll be amazed at how things will be changing. No, no, no. I'm telling you. Some of you in your families, there are demonic things that have been happening. I tell you, break bread tonight. Break bread tomorrow. You will reverse things. Some things will just stop supernaturally. We've had issues where we were in school that time. We had an issue, you know, and um, the place we're using to do fellowship, somebody came and they called the school authority and they told us, they said we shouldn't use the place again and and all that and all that and they summoned us, you know. Before we left, I said, Dress well. My leaders, they said, Dress wear. Well. They all dressed well. We're students. And we sat in the room, we took bread, took drink, we spoke words. And we ate together. And then we went to the place. The man was just talking nonsense. Are you understanding me? He had forgotten what the case was. Uh, He said, no, you told us... How can I say that? Uh, (laughs) How can you say that before? The best I went with was surprised. I said, uh-uh. I said, you think we came here with... with, with, with..." (laughs) You think we just came here? Spirits have gone ahead of us. When we broke bread, he changed his mind. Amen. Are you understanding me? There are some people, some of you, that own you money. The money is inside that bread and that drink. You will call it forth and break bread. Your house rent will be paid. Break bread. Your school fees will be paid. Remember where we started. Boldly declare. As you are doing it, you are not doing it to check whether it will work. It works. Imagine someone with a gun is running. Ah! Ah! Is that how you do? you yeah, are with a gun. You, the gun works. I gun works. If you even point, if you point the thing, someone can become angrily. You just point the gun. You say, Ah! Ah! Why? Gun has testimony. God has many testimonies. Are you understanding me? As you point to him, Him, He will remember what God did to somebody in one movie. Are you understanding me? <laughs> in the same way, when you are breaking bread, the, the, you understand that? the devil remembers what Jesus did to him. Amen. Once you carry the bread and carry the drink, He understands. He understands. The same way somebody sees God and <laughs> you know, he might not be able to spare God but he knows what God can do so when you carry that bread carry that drink the circumstances around you understand that change has come that change has come this knowledge you have been armed with you will buy businesses you will take over territories because now you understand now you understand Oh, settle things like this. So I'm coming, I'm coming. When you come out, what were you saying? (laughs) Story has changed. (laughs) Story has changed. Glory to God. I love how short template here. Thank you, Lord. How many of you are going to eat communion today with different understanding? It's an unspoken proclamation is a statement you are making without talking. Are you understanding me? Anytime you break bread, the Bible said there in 1 Corinthians 11, it says that you do show the Lord's death until He comes. The word show there in King James was S-H-E-W. It's supposed to be, you do declare, hallelujah, publicly declare, hallelujah, the Lord's death until He comes. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, Anytime you do it, you are doing what? Give me the amplified version. Amplified. Good. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are what? Representing and signifying and proclaiming the facts of the Lord's death until He comes again. Let me explain what He's saying. Anytime you eat that communion, it's as if Jesus died again today. Everything that happened... By his death, you have reawakened it again. Amen. Give me a message translation. Let me just check something. Good. What you must solemnly realize is that every time you eat this bread, and every time you drink this cup, you reenact. Everybody reenacts reenact. In your words and actions, the death of the master. NLT. Good, I love that. We will end here. Every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, what are you doing? Say you are announcing what? You are announcing what? Until He comes again. Are you ready to announce it? Are you ready to announce it? What does His death mean to your body? What does His death mean to your sins? What does does His death mean to your finances? What does His death mean to your career? Uh-huh. So that's what you are announcing. That's what you are announcing. What does his death mean to you this year? That's what you are announcing. That's what you are announcing. Are you ready to make the announcement tonight? Let's rise our feet. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faith to faith dot org or call us on 234 806 361 3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Taking the message of peace around the world by the power of God.